0: Welcome to the Convos with the CHO podcast. Hello, this is Edwin Devere, the Chief Happiness Officer. Hey, this is another Convo with the CHO and I'm very very excited today. All the way across the pond, we have a guest that's going to give us a whole different perspective of how COVID has been affecting small to mid-sized businesses. So this is exciting. Now, the whole purpose of this, guys, is you know, hanging with us. Uh, there should be you know, whether 2020 was good for you or 2020 was bad for you, 2020 is behind us. That's one thing all of us can agree on. But guess what? We are not out of the wood yet, OK? So we are going to be introducing to you People who are in the very forefront, people who are doing something about it, okay? So this is not people that read books and try to teach you stuff. They are experiencing what you are experiencing, but here is the good news. They are doing something about it. So maybe you can get one or two nuggets that can make your 2021 a whole lot better than 2020. Okay, so we're not going to spend too much time. This is our segment called the Chamber Talk where I get to talk to CEOs or Executive Director of Chamber of Commerce around the world. Today, folks, we're very fortunate. I have Martin in the house with me. And Martin, how are you doing today?
1: Fantastic. Really good. It's been a good day.
0: All right. So please take a, take a, a couple of minutes and, and tell us about yourself and your organization and, and as we dive into the conversation.
1: Hi, I'm Martin Lennon. Uh, we're over here in staffordshire in england which is right in the middle of england between birmingham and manchester um personally i've spent quite a lot of time living in america i was telling edwin earlier and uh, i think that uh, um, we came back to the uk and i work in the area now of, of um education for for doctors uh, where we work with companies and develop education programs for for doctors staffordshire where i'm based is i say in the middle of the country uh, it's a very mixed mixed sort of county, uh, but it's uh, it's great fun. We're re- very well connected. We're less than an hour from Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, London, those great cities of England.
0: That is awesome. So now you had the, the local Chamber of Commerce. So tell us about your chamber.
1: Our chamber is uh, is great. And, and we sort of divided it into, into three areas in, in Staffordshire, Stoke-on-Trent together. So we have about a thousand members uh, across that area. Um, Stoke-on-Trent, the, the famous world famous potteries Uh, Of Wedgwood and Dalton fame uh, has uh, as one group, and then down here in Stafford uh, about another 300, and then a a more rural district. So overall, about a thousand people. I'm president uh, of the uh, of the Stafford group, and then on the board or on the board of the of the overall Staffordshire uh, group. It's a a very thriving thriving area.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, again, you know, we started this whole podcast to assist folks. You know, coming out, I, I was sharing with you earlier on, uh, this is not even supposed to be. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, maybe one day we're going to have a podcast. No, this is out of necessity, okay? You know, back in, back in 2020, when COVID was first announced, uh, we were planning to celebrate International Day of Happiness, and which is March 20th of the year. That's a United Nations Day. Well, since we couldn't celebrate it physically, we had to go online. Immediately we went online, people started to enjoy it because they could still connect with everybody, other people. So one event in March 20, 2020 is now 57 events every week, you know, today. So mm-hmm. we know we, we had 100 people register for that first event, and now we have over 17,000 registrations you know, every single month. So it's been exciting. So Martin, I don't want to take too much of your time. So let's dive into why we are here. Okay. How has COVID impacted your local Chamber of commerce and the small businesses in your community?
1: I think it's been like everywhere in the world, I guess it's been a, a staggering impact. It's had different effects. In the first lockdown, everybody was shut down and, uh, uh, and we had a furlough scheme in England where government was paying uh, salaries for people during that time uh, and reimbursing companies Um, and and that was a real total shutdown Uh, and and the Chamber then had to really jump to action because the Chamber has had to make certain its members, but actually not even its members, our responsibilities to everybody and reached out to make sure they could access, understand that system and and then there were some grants given to business and again the Chamber came to the fore and helped those businesses get, it was about £10,000 uh thirteen fourteen thousand dollars for small businesses from the government to try and keep them through that period. And the chamber stepped in there and, and just like yourself, Edwin, went online and started to do webinars and teaching and, and getting on with people. And I think we've done three hundred webinars in the last year. Not as many as you not as many as you <laughs> But, wait wait uh,
0: hey, Three hundred is not shabby at all. Uh, Three hundred is not shabby at all. Now now you said something though that the government were reimbursing individual every month. Now we had you know what we call the care you know where they 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 gave like uh, I think it was like what a thousand dollars or something a twelve hundred dollars each. And, uh, and that was one time last year. Were your folks getting paid every month and for how long? Uh,
1: the furlough scheme started in uh, March last year and, and hasn't finished yet. So, wow. uh, so in, <laughs> in, in, in companies, in co- like hospitality, if you, people couldn't work, the government would pay up to a certain level, uh, which is, I can't remember, but let's say 30000 $40,000 a year. They pay eighty percent of the uh, of the salaries of, of everybody.
0: Wow. Uh, wow, anyway, that's a a topic for another day. Okay. Well, I think it's, but, 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 you know,
1: importantly keeping people safe and, and motivated to stay home. Now it's changed a bit. And, and of course, nurses and doctors and, and, and refuge guys and, and people running hospitals and buses and things had to work. But uh, well,
0: well, Actually, maybe we shouldn't put it as a topic for another day yeah. because this is something that's very, very relevant right now because we, uh, you know, I think well, just last month, just we got another, what, six, uh, what $600 or something like that, and, and, and the, every time it stops, the level of unemployment goes up because the number of people being laid off. So it, there's this up and down that we are experiencing here in the U.S., you know? And, and, uh, and, and there, there is a new uh, PPP, which is the Payment Plan for Small Business, the first time, I think it was grossly underestimated because they gave you two and a half months, you know, and then what happened was that businesses took it in, rehire people as much as they can, and then two and a half months later they laid the people back off, you know. So so I, I see, you know, again, what you are telling me right now is your plan started, it's still going on, it kind of creates some stability, yes?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and now what it's going down, so it was 80%, uh, 60% of salary, but you can employ people one day a week and then the government will cover the other four days a week or two days a week and the government covers three days a week. So as you come back in, we can manage it. And, and it's got its flaws. Um, you have to be on payroll. It's, it's affected a lot of people who are self-employed, have struggled to get uh, through the system. Uh, but for those people who are employed, It's been a uh, a real lifeline, and and some have missed out, and that's important. But um, many, many people have been able to keep. So when the jobs come back, they're there, as you said. And our unemployment system couldn't cope with getting that many people registered, so you have to just get them on. So it's been a great system, I think.
0: So, so for somebody that travels to the U.S. regularly, so you understand the system here, and we hear a lot of stuff about oh, it's socialising or this or that. But the epidemic did not discriminate. Okay? The epidemic hit hard the folks who, came, who were already struggling. So, so, so when, I, when I hear from small business, it's just the fear that, OK, I got this money. How long is it going to take before I'm out of it? What I'm hearing from you right now is that kind of fear is not quite there. It allowed time for you to gradually open up, gradually go back to your norm. And so there's a lot of stuff we can learn you know from there because again that's this is one of the advantage of COVID, because it opened up the door you know maybe some stuff you guys can learn from the us and some stuff the us can learn from the uk but we need to be able to figure out how businesses can be consistently surviving things like this
1: yeah and i wouldn't want to create the impression that there has not been massive problems for some businesses particularly hospitality because Whilst you can cover some of the salaries and give some grants, people have still got to keep buildings warm and safe and, and and done, and and many people are really struggling. But I think, compared to what I hear from from my friends in the US, there's been much more support for those more viable businesses. Um, so it's not perfect, um, and there are people, and I would not want to go on record as saying everyone in the UK is great. Uh, but I think there's been <laughs> been some support, and uh, but you know now. If we get to Easter, you know, I have a good friend of mine who owns several restaurants in Manchester and he thinks he's got a few months worth of money left in the bank. So and then uh, it becomes a problem. He survived this year, Um, he's but like everybody, you know, he's tried to innovate. He's he started a wine club. He's got home deliveries. He's doing Christmas dinner. He did 300 Christmas dinners and sent them out in the in the post just to reheat and use his chefs for that. So people have been innovating, but it is yeah. It's still tough, uh, and and it's even if you're getting paid, if you're sat at home and can't work, uh, it's stressful. And and, and, I'm sure, like the U.S., many problems with mental health, and and, and that's why people like yourself and the attitude to be positive and and, and try and look forward and look for the positives is is, is so essential because it is still very tough for people in the middle of winter when you can't go out and you can't go to work.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and I think he goes to tell us it's not just only the money part. You know, the money part definitely play a role, but then there is the emotional part. There is the self-esteem. There is the, the fact that as human beings, we are social beings. You know? And so when you cannot exhibit that, and I think there was an article that came out of New York Times talking about the suicide rate among the young people. You know, it's going up. So that's one of the areas that I, we want to really focus on, you know, be able to get our message out. A message of hope, but not just of hope of practicality you know of things you can do you know like people can still volunteer through Zoom and stuff like that to support people that makes them feel engaged that makes them feel useful, that also help to increase their own self esteem and then in the process, they are in a better m- mental stage and they can have more impact so 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 yes the, uh, 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 I, I was interviewing a gentleman and he really zoomed into. The mental impact of this lockdown. It's not just the fear that your gentleman friend is having that I will run out of money, but it's that I'm locked at home, I can't do what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and, and now I gotta figure out how to do that. So that 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 is um, I'm 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 thankful that you brought that point up. Uh, you've done 300 plus uh, online uh, session. Can you touch on some of those sessions you know that 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 you guys have done so that we can see how it kind of compared to the sessions that we are doing in the u.s yeah yeah
1: absolutely i mean i think lots of it was around well we have the added bonus in the uk at this point of course also of uh, of brexit and our uh, our exit for the european union so there's a lot of those practical things for those who are still working around getting ready for that getting ready for the export we've got delivery around how to um claim your grants, support things and do furlough and those sort of practical considerations as well as our ongoing events and numbers around around connecting peers together um, and we have a new program just started now on uh, called Peer Network which is getting business leaders together in small groups to talk about the challenges, how they're going to come through things and start to really in small groups and confidential groups start to build together to see you know what are the challenges they've got, how they dealt with it during during uh, lockdown, I did a, a two-hour call on Monday where we really focused on, as you said, the challenges of home working, the challenges of, of remote management, and keeping our staff motivated. Because even if you're working, uh, but working from home and you don't see anybody all day every day, and uh, you know, yeah, I've <laughs> got guys who work for me live on their own. That's 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 tough. And so as employers, we've got to try and do stuff to uh, to keep them. Uh, keep them happy In my team, we you have a, you'll love it
0: you, 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 you don't have that conversation around the, the the cooler or the the break the water break or none of those stuff eh? exactly
1: but we we so we we now have motivational mondays in our office where the guys come on to, to a call like this and then they have to bring their their favorite motivational quotes and we try and get something going that keeps you positive for the for the week but in the chamber then there's the rest of the nuts and bolts things that they've that they've done and, and they've you know, learn to adapt as we all have and, and there's a great little team working in the chamber uh, and they just do a phenomenal job of trying to keep these different groups going and, and but again interestingly some groups i've joined because i couldn't go to the physical meetings and now i can go online and listen in to what they're doing as we talk about transport and we talk about the green economy and we talk about a number of other things the rural economy and, and, and different different elements so um, yeah, that's all the different ones. I mean, probably twenty or thirty different types, and uh, and we're still doing it now with with uh, with Brexit just happened in the UK to add to our COVID woes. You had you had, a, you, <laughs> had a, you had the <laughs> presidential election. We had Brexit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know I, I mean we were talking about this before we went online you know we're talking about the weather in the uk especially where you are versus the weather in the philadelphia or the weather in boston and, and one of the things that we totally agree on, the weather never takes permission from us. OK? The weather does whatever it does, right? <laughs> and so you, you have, you have a Brexit going on and trying to figure out what to do with that. And all of a sudden, the pandemic hits, you know, just to kind of make it a little bit tighter. And then we have to deal with the presidential election just to make it tighter. And, and, and here you know, I know sometimes people call me crazy, OK? I tell people control what you can control very well and manage the things you cannot control to the best of your ability you know and the moment you try to control the things you cannot control you are going to only increase your stress level and 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 it doesn't really work okay now i'm not saying just give up and don't do nothing no 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 find the things you can do something about and do it really well to have impact on the things you cannot control you know and and, and so so i i i motivational mondays how cool is that okay you know we know that a lot of people don't like monday okay monday is one of my favorite ideas. okay you know so i can see how motivational monday can really help to set the tone you know, for the rest of the week. So that is awesome. And again, folks, if you are a small business owner, you know, you are a middle-sized business owner, you are a CEO of a Chamber of Commerce, you know, think about it. How can you guys incorporate a Motivational Monday, you know, in your neck of the world, okay? And, and, uh, and so, so that's something. Now, how has it impacted your membership? You know, would you say your membership has been up or been down? How were you able to deal with the income that did not come? from events and things like that can you like share, share some yeah, like membership
1: um, i just pulled up you know we had um locally it, it, it's pretty much stable i think it's fair to say we've okay. we've uh, uh, been been lucky uh, but no not lucky we, we worked hard and the people work hard to make sure it maintains but we um we it, locally uh, in 2019 we were at 307 and now we're at 296 you know? so Oh, wow, and, uh, and that's just a natural ebon and flow, so
0: you know, yeah, that on any given give any giving year. so you know? find and
1: then, and then the same reflects across the whole wider you know chamber of about a, about a thousand members is where it where it uh, it goes around um I think you provide good services for people. some people you know have, have, have just can't afford it, um but as I said, we, we the aim and and Sarah, who's the chief exec, has really tried to push to make certain that you know. We support all businesses during this pandemic. It's not about you're a member, you're not a member. If there's help needed, you have to give people help. And that's that's a great philosophy. Um,
0: yeah, and, and 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 I and I totally my hat's off, you know, to all the chambers around because every single chamber of commerce that I have interviewed in our chamber talk, they've adopted that attitude that this is not a time to say, Oh, you are not a member, you cannot do this, and and this is you know, you hear the fact that everybody say we are in it together. Well, I can tell you, folks, in the, ch- in the Chamber of Commerce community, they're actually practicing Absolutely. that, okay? They actually understand that everybody is in, in this together. So this is this really awesome. Awesome. So, Martin, what I want to do in the next few minutes is I want you to identify some of the things that you have learned, you know, this past year, you know, with the COVID. You know, going on, what are some of the things you have learned, you know, the chamber have learned, and then I want you, after that, then I want us to talk about, you know, some of the specific recommendations, you know, because the whole purpose of Convo with the CHO and this segment, the chamber talk, is that anybody listening to this, might just be able to pause and rewind, you know, and say, okay, that nugget, I got to get that. If, I, 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 if I, I, that's something that can change, you know, so, so that's why I want to, so first, let's look at the challenges. You know, what are some of the things that you learned?
1: Um, I think you learned that you have to think about the millions of one chance. People have to spend a little bit of time just, just planning for what if, uh, I think that's the key for all of us. Um, but perhaps number one thing is that your staff are the most important people you've got. And it is you know, it's really time to make sure you look after them as you go through these, these things, because they will reward you in, in spades. Uh, and that's, that's number one for me. Yeah. Look after your customers. You know, and, and, and interesting in the UK, the banks were told to look after their customers because we had to bail the banks out in 2008 and they were told, oh, guys, it's, it's right. time to pay back. So perhaps you, uh, <laughs> perhaps you also learned if, if you give one time, then it comes back to you and, and uh, good things come around. So that, that's been, uh, been a positive. A local business so,
0: so, so did the bank the bank really do that though yeah, did they take uh, care of their customers
1: difficult sometimes to get new into a bank but i think there's been lots of um um uh, relatively easy from when i speak to my friends and i don't have any any mortgages and things but it, they've been easy to get mortgage holidays and the man just held back on the taxman held back on getting some taxes so because cash flow as we all know in business is king and cash flow was obviously yes. hurt in an unplanned way so you know so i think that's that's been uh, important but you have to think about what's going to happen next and and now people have uh i think realized things these things can happen and we've talked about them uh for or well, they have been talked about for decades you know we've we talked yeah. about having the next pandemic was overdue 10 years ago but none of us none of us thought of that because we don't work with public health <laughs> you know but the public health guys, like, guys this is going to come and and, and uh um, and I was chatting to some guys from the U.S. who worked worked in COVID-type uh, coronaviruses for 20 years, and they're like, "Well, it's something new would come sometime." So, think about those things. I'm here in my hometown, and and it's flooding again. You know, that's the next thing's coming along. You know, we, we're we're going to get into those issues of of increased flooding. So, do think about those threats to your business, uh, and think what you would what you would do. Uh, as always, make certain you've got a a backup plan because disasters happen. So, make sure you can back it up we've got all these things to do now and, and being prepared in that sort of business is uh is i think um i think key and then you know where you have the chance to look after your customers then then do that as well because they they'll they look up and they'll remember it when they come back in whatever you're in and they're all they're all struggling so we'll have to try and uh, be nice to people and plan i think are the two things that i i always always advise um and you know I, i've been very lucky i've been in the office almost every day because uh, it's been really okay. busy because a lot's gone. We've had to flex our own business to being more online. Uh, but that's just that we're doing wow. more of it. A bit like yourself, people want to do more stuff. Hey, I can do this now. It's different. You have to do it differently. You have to learn new skills and, yes. uh, as always, be, be flexible. Um, and so I think those are the, for me, and I think people have been remarkable. And, and I think in many businesses, you know, dare to think the unthinkable, but they they really have innovated, and, and that's what happens in times of, of pressure. People innovate. People get on with. Yeah, it. you
0: know they they said ne- ne- necessity is the mother of invention,
1: exactly, right? Exactly, exactly, and it is, and it, and it has been. Now, no, it, it's still, terribly um, problematic for some companies, but um oh, I, I yeah. mean, we can't yeah. get there But I, I admire those. I look around and think, wow, what are, they, those guys have really done something different. They've flexed their business. They've. They've you know gone from making gin to making hand sanitizer. They've gone, you know, right. Not sure I like that, but it's a, uh, um, people have uh, you know we used to import 70% of our PP. Now we make it locally because people realised they have to flex and 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 and, and get on. And, um, and where you can do that, ever in business, you know, have a go. And that that's uh, you know. We always like to think it was a great British attitude, a bulldog spirit. We used to call it. We'll plough on. We'll keep on going, and 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 lots have. But it's uh that's not to say it's not been stressful. But uh, and it's not easy. But I think uh, yeah, is but look after the, and then for everyone, just look after the people around you. We had some tremendous um support. You know, there's some great stories of um, some of the food banks that really got a load of business, and then people who were chief executives. And and um, I had a great story. There's a a Michelin-starred chef down the road in Birmingham, and I, I, was, I happened to be chatting to him, and he was telling me that during lockdown he was out delivering prescriptions to uh, to old folks. Uh, and doesn't about he's a superstar celebrity chef. He uh, he was out there delivering stuff to people because he couldn't work there, but he could help people out. And I think those are the things I I take away the most positive things. You see the greatest part of human spirit in these times, and and you know, I like to focus on those positives because otherwise you just can cry at all the negatives and I think that's a, that's a takeaway for me is do look for what's positive and why and, and not just scream at why not you said it earlier
0: that is awesome that is so cool that is so cool I, and, and, and one of the things that, that excites me in this environment is you know as well as I do most of the small business owner and entrepreneur they started the business they know there's risk involved sure. in business you know and so, so this is not a completely new territory for them is just because now it's like the whole world is down at the same time, you know. We've heard about areas that have earthquake, you know, and they are shut down. And then we have people that have flood. In California we have fire. You know, I mean there's a, a time where a whole you know, city just burned down, like 95% just burned down. And and for them everything just stopped, you know. So so disaster has been happening. It's just like in this case it's just happening one time to everybody. And it actually allow us to realize we are truly in this together, you know so I love that you know, like, take care of somebody you know it, it doesn 't mean that you know that, that, that they are lazy or anything, it just means that they are having it a little bit more difficult they're having it a little bit more challenging, and you are in a position where you can help don 't hold back on that, just go ahead and help okay. And uh, Martin, this has been really exciting. It's been a completely different flavor, and especially with your experience of being in the US. And so you can do a compare and contrast. And I know some folks listening to this right now might be getting ready to move to London or England because you know, they're like, hey, I don't have to you know, have a break in my own employment, you know, so to say. But, but like you said, there are pluses and minuses in all of the program. So I am excited. And I want to say thank you for joining now The way I usually close my session, again, just being the chief happiness officer, I have to always come back to happiness, okay? You know, I truly believe that every single business, every single one, no exception, should be built on a foundation of happiness, you know? So that way, you are not looking for happiness, you are enjoying happiness every single day you come to work. So I always like to close my session asking you, you know, what. Have you done in 2020 and maybe still doing today, January of 2021, that help you to stay happy? What have you done, you know, to do that? For me, it's just gratitude. You know, I'm just thankful every day I wake up, every day I'm able to help one person, every day that I'm able to put out something. You know, I'm just thankful. I just I'm thankful for the complete package, you know, of what's going on in my life. So what do you do, Martin, to stay
1: happy? Ah, what a great question! Uh, that wasn't a pre-prepared one. Now I think for me, I, I've been—I—I—I'm uh, <laughs> generally quite—I'm genuinely and I'm generally quite quite positive, and 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 you know, both in, at at home. I mean, this year me and my wife will be married thirty years. Uh, so, wow! Uh, congratulations! Uh, you know,
0: congratulations.
1: Um, but coming to the office, I, I genuinely love what I do. We 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 set this business up. To try and bring on some young science graduates and give them a give them a chance at getting going. And, and I, I look at these guys coming in and ladies coming in, um, who just uh, have um, have embraced it and, and, and kept going. We've we've flexed over to doing everything online, and so just watching young people in particular keeping on with it and getting going and embracing the change and seeing how they just it just partly rolls over them, but they're also happy to tell you when they're not happy, and that's been really important for us to say, hey. Let's keep everyone going and happy because they have challenges, but um, I'm incredibly grateful that we've got work coming in uh, and that's always, you know, that one stress largely taken away. Um, But it's been, uh, uh, yeah, and i like to think on why we do things and rather just whinge about why why I wouldn't do it that way if it was down to me. There's things you can't control. So I I do generally life is generally pretty good. uh, And if we can help others, that's also makes it even better.
0: Wow. Martin, thank you so very much for joining us and sharing your wisdom. Folks, if you have been listening to this, you understand you can pause and rewind. If there's some nuggets, whether it's the motivational models or you know, some of the other stuff you had, listen to it again. And if you're a CEO of the Chamber of Commerce and you want to figure out a way to reach out to Martin across the pond, guess what? This information is going to be on the information session of this uh, podcast. You can be able to connect with Martin and his Chamber and the wonderful thing they are doing there. Folks, if you are out there in the UK, London, close to, to Martin, and you're seeking a way to support the chamber, go ahead and visit them. Attend to one of their online stuff. If you see value, become a member, you know, because the more small business that become a member of the chamber, the more power the chamber have to support you. So again, you know, I want to encourage you to do that. This is another edition of Convo with the CHO. I am your chief happiness officer. Our segment of the Chamber Talk is coming to an end. You can always check out previous uh, episodes, and guess what? Subscribe. So that way you can be notified when a new episode comes out. Till next time, stay safe and stay happy.